Welcome to the Amazing People Club and our unique collection of BioView audio stories about amazing people who have changed our world. BioViews combine biography with interview to reveal amazing life stories and provide new insight on some of the world's most influential characters. Each story features important events and relationships. The stories are inspirational and can help you achieve your ambitions on life's journey. Whatever your interest, we have a story for you. To further explore the series, visit www.amazingpeopleclub.com. Percy Julian, 1899-1975 I found soya beans a source of inspiration. Studying them led me to important discoveries, ranging from glaucoma treatment to extinguishing fires. But it was not an easy path. I was born an African-American in Montgomery, Alabama. It was not a place noted for education or for research, particularly for those of black skin, descended from slaves. Although slavery was abolished in 1865, the stigma lived on. So did the restrictions and racism of the Deep South. My grandfather was a slave. I was one of six children born to a so-called New Age. To me, learning seemed the way forward. To pursue my education, I had to leave home at the age of 16. In 1920, I graduated from DePaul University as valedictorian, despite not being allowed to live in college dormitories, nor was I allowed to eat in the boarding house in which I lived. During that time, I found only low-paid work, but it helped me support my studies. Scientific research was my vocation. By 1923, I had earned a master's degree from Harvard University. However, they withdrew a teaching post on racist grounds. For the next few years, I taught at colleges for black people, researching when I could the work of Ernst Speth. He was an Austrian chemist and my work was noticed. In 1929, I gained a Rockefeller Foundation Fellowship. I went to study in Austria, working at Speth's laboratory in Vienna. Once there, I learned how to read and write fluently in German. A world of chemical magic lay before me. At the University of Vienna, I earned a Ph.D. Meanwhile, I enjoyed a social life not possible in the United States. People were interested in my background, particularly in the spiritual music that I played for them on the piano. There was a lot to be learnt about life in a foreign country. A country that had its own racism, it was the birthplace of Adolf Hitler. Jews were at the center of his attacks, many of them were my friends. It was a difficult and dangerous time for non-Aryans. On my return to the USA, I worked at Howard University. In 1932, I faced scandal when personal letters were made public. Allegations were circulated about my personal relationships. William Blanchard invited me to DePaul University. It was a great help, and I focused on research. Fortunately, I met and married Anna Johnson in 1935. Initially, my work and her study meant we lived in different cities. We had two children, and I focused on my family and my work. The Calabar bean was of special interest. By synthesizing it, I developed treatments for two maladies. 
Many people became blind due to glaucoma. Others were racked by pain due to rheumatoid arthritis. My research was with Dr. Pickle, who had joined me from Vienna. We worked to produce physostigmine to treat glaucoma. We also produced cortisone to treat arthritis and other ailments. That eventually reduced the price of this drug, enabling more people to be treated. I found other uses for beans, including a treatment for preventing miscarriages and pregnancy. I became director of research at Glidden, a paint manufacturer. There, I gave other black researchers opportunities, but was known for getting annoyed when standards were not met. Our work isolated a soybean protein. It was used to coat and size paper and textiles. Also, my interest in steroid chemistry continued. My wife, like many women, had a miscarriage. How to create it.